Youth ministry can be difficult, messy, and even awkward at times. This podcast is to help you embrace those moments better. Whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer, or even a parent, we want to give practical tips to help unpack the weird and fringe moments dealing with youth. And now, here are your hosts for Embrace the Awkward podcast, DJ and Kyle. Welcome to episode 57 of the Embrace the Awkward podcast, where we have one goal in mind, and that is, of course, to help you handle awkward better. My name is DJ. I'm a youth pastor, and I do this podcast. Uh, my name is Kyle. I am the youth pastor who also does the podcast that happens to be the same one that DJ does. Yep. And <laughs> uh, we do this thing. So uh, this is episode 57. Um, this is going to be an episode. What are we talking about, Kyle? Woo! All right. Uh, we are post-camp season. Right. Uh, and I don't know if you have a chance to go to camp with your students but man, I love summer camp, particularly summer camp because it's a week long. It's different than like a normal youth conference, like a winter conference during the summer or during the winter and all right. that. So I absolutely love camp. But what we want to kind of talk about is how to follow up on after that camp high. Like, you know, that student who comes in and like maybe rededicates their life or accept Christ for the first time, whatever at camp, like it's just an awesome experience for them. Yep. And then all of a sudden they have this huge high. And they go back to normal life, and it just comes crashing down. So how can you avoid that, help continue that out? Uh, basically, we're pushing drugs yes. for this episode. That's, Correct. What, we, that's uh, really what we're doing. How right. can we keep high? Correct. <laughs> how can we keep high? There we go. Yeah, the, the idea of the mountaintop high, as we call it a lot of time, yep, yep. Is, is like a real thing. And even, you know, like I've told people, like, I had to learn when COVID hit that like I was a fresh graduate from college and then I went to call into my job and like we didn't have camps and there hadn't been a summer that I hadn't gone to camp uh, yes. like in between the student and leader and I was like whoa this recharge that I have in the middle of my year became way too crucial for me mm -hmm. to a point that really got negative and so like yeah good point the, the the mountaintop experiences are a real deal as a youth leader as a youth I mean it's all it's a real deal look it, it um, because you're probably a, a youth worker, you're a youth pastor, you're a volunteer, maybe you're a parent who's involved in the youth ministry somehow, because uh, you're listening to this podcast. We have a very small audience. Correct. Right? <laughs> uh, narrow, I should say, narrow audience. But here's the bottom line. I would love to think that a person's spiritual life is just a gradual up climb of this mountain, that things happen and, and devotions and, and all that. But what really is more accurate is that there are spiritual markers in a person's life, events, people, or experiences that, okay, this was a huge uptick in spiritual growth, and then there was a plateau, and then another huge uptick, and then there was a yeah. decline. And so camp your goal is to really make camp a spiritual marker. You can't force people to grow spiritually, but you can create an environment. So think about this as in it's okay that there is a camp high afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like don't, I've seen so many youth pastors who like squash this and it's like, don't, you know, it's just not camp high. Don't, don't treat this as just a high. If this should be what you feel like all year round. And I'm like, uh, right. That would be really nice. But it's kind of like saying around Christmas time, you should be this giving all year round. But there's a reason why giving goes up during Christmas time. Right. It's like inspiration. Like what biblical leader that we see who, you know, wrote these books of the Bible didn't have a, you know, a note or a verse or a message or letter that was like, 
I am yeah. and not in the best place right now. Right, <laughs> like, let me lament a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, for sure. So we want to give you a couple tips and tricks on how, how you can to, be happy at all times. Why'd you cut me off? Are you I'm joking sorry. me? I had to cut you off. I I'm gonna mute here. I'm Kyle's <gasps> mic is now muted. Uh, I'm gonna be doing the rest of this podcast because Kyle's a jerk. So just kidding. I guess I'll <clears throat> unmute you. You ready? There you go. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. So uh, we're gonna give a couple tips and tricks on how to help your students maybe live in their new faith, their their re-energized faith. Kind of take that high and keep on getting high is what we're gonna try to do today. Okay. So keep on getting high. <laughs> so Kyle, you want to take number one? Yeah. So number one is not really a, a tip. It's more just a reminder. Um, it's okay after camp that your expectations are not met. Like sometimes youth pastors, I know for me, I'm always on this high note after camp because Mm -hmm. the stuff I planned and I'm a program director for our high school camp. And so the stuff we plan and organize and, and, and I'm like, okay, this idea is going to be really cool and it does work or stuff I didn't plan and it worked really good. I come after that. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. And then I'm reminded not everyone had a positive experience like I did. Yeah. And so it actually crushes my spirit because I'm like, oh, man. And, and so it's okay. Gonna give you some freedom or some permission to realize that not everyone's going to have the same expectations you do or not everyone's going to be as high <laughs> as you oh, are yeah. in that. And so be, be, in, be realizing this. I should say realize this. Um, let God be in control. Mm. And let him have the results, and you can just enjoy that time of whatever God kind of moved in your heart or your group's heart. Sure. So one thing we all love as youth workers is when our students give Sunday school answers. They're really just the Jesus. right the right answers, right? But on a real note, number two, we're going to say pray for revival. Um, I think this is really important. And in fact, I would give this as like a basic when coming home from camp. And I think that this is something that a lot of our students specifically, but even us, when we get home, we miss. Like, when you get home from camp, there's not going to be another time probably that you're being attacked more in the near f- I mean, like, Satan hates what happened at camp and yeah. would love to attack that the second you get back in your own world. Yeah. you you When you go to camp, you leave your problems at home. Right. There's a distraction. There's this element of, of switching up. Um, your your priorities and also this new focus, and then you come back home, and they were simply waiting for you right when you get off oh, that, yeah. that camp bus. So spend time in prayer praying for what happened at the camp. You know, like we, we often do a really good job of praying leading up to camp, and we have people in the church praying, and then we get back, and I've noticed specifically, like, you know, we get back, and all of a sudden the prayers, you know, the congregational prayers and the things in the church kind of stop for what happened at camp. Yeah, you ha- you had this one sharing moment. Students gave like student Sunday, and you gave a testimony, and then like okay, we're moving on to the next series. Right. Um, yeah, and it sounds uh, charismatic, even like pray for a revival. A revival simply means a movement of God. Right. That could be in a personal life, or that can be in a whole group. Um, I think it's okay to pray for a movement of God. In fact, I think we should be praying more for that. Yeah. Rather than just saying, "Oh, it's at camp." So. Praying for revival is a crucial step. Yep, totally. Uh, the, the basic. Let's start with the basic, all right? Step uh, number three, not step number three. Tip number three. There you go. All right. <laughs> Woo! It's a hard one today. <laughs> uh, 
host a coffee night. Um, so we, we host a coffee house or something where you can just have students share. We have students who went to camp come up and kind of share, but we do things where they write down their stuff, but also verbally, um, just a chance of just people saying, hey, here's what I experienced at camp. Oh, that was fun. And a lot of times the negative aspect is there's inside jokes. You know, this mm-hmm. prank happened. Oh, yeah. You had to be there in order to experience it. And other people weren't at camp, yep. didn't really know what to do. But the good thing is it also inspires others who didn't go to camp to maybe go to camp next year mm-hmm. because they realized how, how enjoyable it was. Yeah. So we do something very similar to this. Um, but what I loved, this was our first year actually doing this. Um, like a lot of ideas that Kyle has, I take them and put my name on them. So, But <clears throat> what I loved about it is we actually did this. We have a separate camp for junior high and high school. Um, but we did our coffee night 7 through 12, and I had siblings telling their older or younger siblings, like, what happened to them at camp, what God did with them at camp. I had, like, high schoolers telling junior hires or vice versa. That's cool. Like, how God moved in different ways. And so it was funny because, like, you know, so all of our camps in our denomination kind of carry the same theme usually. And so it was funny because, like, they were talking, and they're going, your speaker talked about that too? And they (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Um, But it was so cool to see the students. And then the other piece is we were very intentional about having the students pray for the students. So we gathered in groups Mm, and just had God, we prayed that God would just kind of seal what happened, the way that that he was moving and continuing to move. Um, And it was so cool. I mean, not very often have we done something like that. And so to watch our students praying for their friends and their people at their table was just really, really, really cool. Nice. So uh, number four, I love this one. Post devos on your Instagram as like a follow-up. So Maybe take an element that really stood out or some of the themes or some of the verses that or big scripture passages that the speaker talked about and just make a little Devo, post it on your story, post it on your, um, you know, as a, as a post on Instagram, but use that and kind of be able to make, or you can send it in an email to the parents. I mean, there's a multitude of ways to do it. You can record a reel or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I love this idea. And I would say the side note with this, have a prepared before you go to camp. Yeah. Don't come back to camp and and then you're like, oh, I need a rest. I need to spend time with my family or whatever else. And you're three days after camp and then your first Devo. So if you can schedule it, um, you know, have an app or whatnot to schedule that, have all that stuff beforehand so you don't have to worry about it. Yep, definitely. Uh, number five, ask students to share with your congregation, maybe on Sunday mornings, uh, have a student Sunday, or even if it's just like five minutes during one of the worship services that your church has, take some time, have the students who are articulate. <laughs> it, they take might, a, don't take every student you yes. took to camp and put them on stage. Not every student should be on stage. If you only I, took just, three, let's make that a rule. Correct. Okay? <laughs> if you only took three kids to camp, but one of them is good in front of people, pick the one. Yes, it's okay. And stay up there with them. Yes. Don't leave the stage and just give them free reign to talk as long as they want. Right. Be prepared um, to prepare them. So basically that means, okay, what do you want to share? Or give them three questions. That's what I, I do. You know, I say, you know, what? where was a moment that, or what was did you learn from God? Like what's a moment that God taught you or, or you really experienced God in a new way or something like that? And the other thing is I usually prep by telling the congregation what we did. So we go to this camp. It's in, you know, Texas yeah. or, or whatever else. We were there for three days. It's high school camp. Here's a theme. And then because sometimes the students don't always realize that not everyone knows what they're talking about. Right. So be prepared and kind of really kind of 
monitor that situation. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I love to have just a couple questions I share with the kids ahead of time and have them think about it. We also, as the transition from that, either before or after, show the camp recap video whether it's one that you know my interns made or that we made or that's the camp's official one. Even usually. it's just a bunch of scrolling pictures, something that's Some, visual. Oh, yeah, PowerPoint, I mean, something for sure. So uh, number, what is this, six? six? This is six, thank you. So record a recap or testimony video that you can share periodically. So have a couple of your students. Again, maybe some of those same few or some of the different ones. Um, you know, we've all kind of, or, you know, a lot of us have seen the, uh, the, I am second videos are really popular. Mm. Um, but just a, you know, a, a video where these students can share, um, even if you record some at camp, you know, you just go off to a quieter spot that is public, of course, and you record just a little note on, you know, tell me about what God is moving in your heart right now or something like that. You can use, um, as a testimony video, just like periodically, randomly. And these are things mm-hmm. you can post on your stories. You can put them on YouTube. You can put them wherever. Uses encouragement for other people to come to camp. You can use them for future, like, introduction videos, too. Oh, easy. You're yeah. sharing about your youth ministry. Yeah, totally. Love that idea. Okay, number seven is, uh, this is a trademark, a DJ idea. All Actually right. a DJ idea. Because I love this idea, and I did not come up with it in any way. Um, so I'm totally stealing it. <laughs> um, so on your way back from camp, I guarantee you most camps have at least an hour drive, if not nine to 10 hours, right. um, have them write down their stories on their way home. So have a piece of paper, put their name on it or have them put their name on it with maybe three questions or just a little description and just have them write stories. <laughs> Through this, you can collect quotes, stories. You can kind of see how the students are processing it. And if everyone turns it in and they can't go anywhere for hours, you at least have their attention and it's fresh. It's right off Mm -hmm. versus go home, wait three days, and then come back and share a story. Yeah, or if you send them home with it, you'll never get it back. Yep. So just on the way home, I make all the sheets before we leave. I put their name at the top, pass them out with a bunch of pens, and basically it just says, like, write a few paragraphs about, you know, what God did at camp, something that stood out from the speaker, devotional, some of the fun stuff that happened, whatever. I use it for um, pull quotes. If I'm writing, uh, you know, a, a recap to the church in a letter, I've used it yep. um, and given it to our elders in terms of like, this is why I need more money for scholarships. Um, I've used it. And even on like uh, sad days, sometimes mm-hmm. I just read through and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, this is what God's doing. This is why it's worth it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is a favorite thing. I, I love doing this and I have just a folder for every camp and every year. Love this idea. That's a great idea that <laughs> you love your own idea. <laughs> most of my ideas I actually really do. I got to say if I, you know, most of the ideas I yeah. come up with are usually on average better than Kyle's. We'll, we'll need to have a podcast where here, I hate this idea that I came up with. Yes. But here you go. Right. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So um, another idea for this one, kind of on the same um, path, but again, a little bit different here, is you can create like an altar of remembrance or whatever you want to call it. You can have them write on rocks. You can put them, put some of those ideas on a bulletin board. Um, you could, I don't know, you could give your people a Polaroid and you could have them go take a picture of something and then put it on the board and that's supposed to stand for their memory. I mean, there's lots of ideas here. I've seen people hang um, little hearts that they would write something on and then hang them from the ceiling during Valentine's Day after a conference. So um, lots of ideas like that. Um, but yeah, I love that one. Uh, number eight, um, share the photos online for download. Mm. So I created a basically a drive folder for each camp. of. I went through all of the photos that we took and basically picked the ones that weren't blurry or group photos, things like that, put them online for download so people could go find their 
you know, high quality pictures or the pictures of them doing stuff and download them for totally free. So that way they're not just getting a lot of times, whether, you know, some camps take phones, some phone, some camps don't. Um, but if you're a camp either way, there's a lot of students who just aren't on their phones a lot. So it's a great opportunity for them to be able to take home some pictures, things like that. Um, so yeah, I just created, there are other websites like jump share, things like that. I just created a, a Google drive file and made my interns do it for me. Yeah. So perfect. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, yeah. I mean, pictures are, it's so good. And just because people didn't go to camp doesn't mean they can't experience camp Mm -hmm. and they can experience it through the pictures, the videos, the stories of the students. Yep. Uh, The last one, and there's probably 30 more that we could go over, but the last one we just wanted to share with you is number nine, create a playlist of the songs you sang at camp. Now, this could be worship songs. You're like, oh, man, I've never experienced that before or never heard that version. And so Spotify has this cool, simple ability. If you're not using Spotify, definitely use it. Mm-hmm. where you can add it, you can create your own playlist, and then you can share that playlist with others. So this means the worship songs that you sang. It also could mean some funny songs. You know, maybe there was something in the talent show that a student did, and now it's a, a running joke or right. whatever fun songs that you do at camp. And you'd be shocked how music really triggers the memory in that. And I would say play those songs before and after during coffee night, um, yeah. they're sharing. And so people are like, oh, I really like this. One of the things that we do, and this is like a bonus tip or number 10 or whatnot, is we usually uh, update our worship set list after camps. Mm-hmm. So in the summertime, when we go to summer camps, usually this new song really hit home with us. Yeah. So we add that in our repertoire, if you will, for our new worship set for that next school year. Yeah. So this is really when we kind of reevaluate hey, this has really responded well at camp. Let's add this to our worship set. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, like, a lot of churches may not have a worship team that can emulate the same sound or environment or different things like that as we get at camp. But, like, that's okay. And, you know, like, encourage your worship team, or even if it's just one person with a guitar, like, sing those songs. Um, Like, God will do what he wants to do when you help these students get in a place where they can openly and freely worship remember what camp was like so it may not sound the same don't be intimidated by that just like a side note we don't have when i first started we basically had a guitar player and we have an almost full yeah you student. didn't even have a sound system <laughs> we didn't even have a building not yeah. uh but like you know now we have a student team you had half and a bible almost half you had to share it almost though. half we took out the <laughs> a lot of the new testament so um so anyway just uh, the book of Psalms. On the note of getting you stole high. from a hotel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, what's it, what's it, the Gideon. We t- stole a half of a Gideon Bible. <laughs> That's it. We just took the pages. You all get that, one page. Took the pages that fell out at the Motel 6, so. Well, one of the things that we would highly suggest you avoid is in your mind as a youth worker, and I, and I for so many years I wrongly did this, is that. I was already on to the next thing after camp. I was It was a spiritual high for me personally, but I didn't cultivate that, utilize that, create a momentum, whatever. I didn't do that. I just moved on to the next thing. Oh, okay, we got a lock-in. Oh, okay, we got school coming up. We did camp. That's great, guys. Awesome. Good job. See you in a week. I spent time with family. I come back. I'm totally thinking about what's next versus taking the time to celebrate how God has moved in their lives every single year. Look, if you've been in youth ministry for many years, you're going to hear the same story. Like, I was really bad into this, or I was really selfish, or I was yeah. really hurting, or I was really depressed, and God moved, and I, I, I'm so thankful for everyone, and they had cry night. Look, you can't callous your heart 
just because you hear the same things over again, yeah. that should be a really good thing that you should strive to always have a soft heart after camp yeah. and utilize that spiritual high to keep passing the drugs around and create momentum. Yeah, totally. So, and that's the whole thing. Like this whole idea of creating momentum, a lot of times we view summers as a, a time just in between or like a, a season of rest in ministry, which is true. You can rest over the summer, but if you can maximize your summer, use that for like um, motivation and like steam for going into the fall, uh, specifically trying to use that camp high and start your fall, you know, ahead of where they were before spiritually, that's huge. And that's what we want to help you do. Um, it can be sometimes awkward coming back from summer. It can be awkward coming home from camp when you see that student who has been, you know, the student who never cried or never felt anything. And then all of a sudden they had a huge week at camp. It's like, why didn't you ever yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> why did you never cry on my shoulder right, at camp? Know, Although you met this person four days ago <laughs> yeah. and you're telling your life story. Ah, uh, work for nothing. <laughs> Um, no, but we want to help you be able to use those moments, use what God is doing, and uh, maximize that. It's all, it's all for a great cause, and uh, we hope that you maybe found some, a couple tips in here. Uh, what are some of your things, the ways that you kind of push that camp high? How do you stay high? We want to know. Let us know on our Instagram, at the ETA Podcast. We're interested in staying high as well. Um, and so let us know. And uh, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And... Thanks for being our friend. We will see you next time. Bye.